Welcome in today on a Wednesday edition as the week uh, spins fast. Gets past us after the uh, shortened 4th of July holiday weekend. On a Wednesday, Brewers yesterday, not uh, not the outcome you wanted. Not by any stretch of the imagination. Brewers back at it again today. Uh, but 8-3, to three, the final in that one last night. Uh, early on, it looked pretty good. Rowdy Telez going yard and Christian Yelich. Uh, getting on base and taking on a steal, taking third, and then coming home, and you thought, boy, all is right with the world. And then the kind of, the wheels kind of fell off. Uh, Jason Alexander, eight hits, seven runs, going five and a third, giving up a long ball, a couple of strikeouts, a couple of walks, but just uh, had his troubles. And uh, Suter came in, gave up a run as well, and that was pretty much it. But nevertheless, it was uh, not the way – the Brewers wanted to go when it came to uh, last night at the ball yard. Hopefully they get the win today. Uh, but this stretch of games that we felt so confident about in 10 games against, let's face it, really bad baseball teams, right now they're 3-3. Three and three. Um, I, I'll, I'll be, I'll, in, unless they sweep out, beat the Cubs and then sweep the Pirates at home, uh, I'm going to be disappointed. Ben, in this 10-game stretch, uh, if the Brewers at best go, say, 6-4 and four or 5-5, five and five, will that be a golden opportunity lost and be disappointing, to say the very least? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're lucky a little bit that the Cardinals have scuffled a bit and are falling behind, yeah. as you have also lost. But, yeah, I mean, it still is tough. I still stick by this, that you don't want Jason Alexander having to start any games let alone division ones that you should be winning. But yeah, they, even with him on the mound, you should go better than six and five. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, this is just one of those, and it, like you had mentioned, uh, the Brewers are still three games up in the division because the Cardinals have now lost three straight. So the Brewers didn't lose any ground, but still, I mean, uh, you know, three games behind the Mets, four games behind the Dodgers for the a win total in the National League, even though they do lead the division. It's not a bad way to go. Uh, the Twins lead their division with the same record, so their central division uh, is fifty is forty seven wins. Uh, the Astros at fifty three, and the Yankees just running away with everything at fifty eight wins, fifty eight and twenty three in the season. Uh, but the Yankees have lost two straight, even so they've shown fallibility. But still, this portion of uh, that 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 schedule over the ten games, we kept thinking, man, eight and two, seven and three tops. Now they could still do that, and uh, this conversation could change dramatically after the weekend. But as of right now, it's it's a little bit disappointing when you've had opportunity, you've had some golden opportunities that you just let fall by the wayside. So the Brewers are one and one with the Cubs. The uh, rubber match today. You've got the Pirates then coming into town uh, this weekend, and hopefully the Brewers can continue to win and and get uh, more than a few. We'll say as a sweep over the Pirates would be fantastic. Uh, I guess as long as you continue to win series, it's good. You're still going to stay on top uh, and eventually win your division, uh, probably pretty much going away. But but still, it's just not the, the baseball that you were hoping for as of right now. 877-867-1670. Uh, if you want to give us a shout, do it. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find us there. Follow me there. Follow Ben Kenny, Ben Z. Kenny. Uh, over on Twitter as well, at Ben Z. Kenny. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Watch the program each and every day. You can respond. You can see some of the things that are posted as well. Uh, follow us there. 
Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, over on YouTube, which you can subscribe for free, go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. Same thing on Twitch TV. You can email the program uh, the old, kind of the old-fashioned way, which email overtook uh, fax years ago. Email thebillmichaels at gmail.com. That's thebillmichaels at gmail.com. You can also find us on the website, simply thebillmichaels.com. And don't forget, if you miss one or miss all hours of the Bill Michaels Show and you want to go back and listen, you can. Uh, we are on Spotify. We're on Apple iTunes. You can also find us on Google Podcasts as well. So not a great night last night uh, for the Brewers um, in by any stretch of the imagination. It was just, and again, it's one of those things where I'm sitting there. I, I, I was really looking forward to last night. Uh, the storms came, thunderstorming, games going on. Uh, boy, I tell you what, I had to do a little panic last night. For the first time in since I bought my home, I had a clogged gutter. And we all watch those gutter ads, you know, clogged, get off that, get off that ladder, Bill, whatever. Uh, anyway, clogged gutter, and I had water come in my house last night downstairs in the uh in the back of the the liquor area behind the bar so ugh. so i was dealing with that a little bit last evening but uh the thunderstorms coming down i just wanted to sit in the bar watch the game last night and man i was disappointed i was disappointed early on i was uh thrilled rowdy to boy i tell you what he battled with hendrix he he was all kept fouling it off and fouling it off and fouling it off and finally goes low and inside which is kind of where rowdy to likes it and almost like a excuse me golf shot he uh he launched one out of uh, american family field last night to put the brewers up early on in that contest it just that was pretty much that was kind of it after that everything pretty much settled down and the brewers just watched it go by the wayside so it wasn't uh it wasn't awesome uh 877-867-1671 hits up feel free feel free go ahead and do it 877-867-1670 um this one's from uh, Ronald says, what choice do you have to start Alexander? You have nothing better right now in the farm system. Ashby didn't look good. Peralta, who knows? Uh, I don't think they can wait until the trade deadline. They need a starter. Um, Yeah. I, I, I would agree at this point. Well, look at it this way. If, Ale if you have to go with Alexander once every fifth day, it does put the onus on – the starters to get wins prior to, I think we can all admit to that, but, um, but in the grand scheme of things, I don't think you need to run out and make a deal for a big name starter. It'd be great if you got one, don't get me wrong, but how much are you going to give up? And does that then take away any hope of getting an additional bat? Cause I think now, I, I don't – you don't have a lot in the farm system, right? Okay, we can all agree upon that. So my question then becomes, if you are going to go after a bat or after a starter, how much are you going to give up? And in doing so, how much are you going to have left to make a deal for another player? Right? Then – because we're sitting here now on July 6th. Now it gets real. From here on out, all-star break and such, now it gets real. You're a week away from the All-Star break, and now you're going to start thinking about, okay, when when do you make a deal? When do you make a move? And if so, who are you making it for? I mean, if you had to have your druthers right now, Ronald, you'd probably say this team needs a starter, needs a starting pitcher, right? I think we can all agree on that. But the question then becomes, if the bats go silent or 
another injury or two, then what? How much you have left? I, I just – I have a feeling this is the way it's going to go. There's going to be a couple of guys that may be sub-tier that you're just looking for. This guy needs a chain of change of scenery. This guy needs a little greener pasture, so to speak. And this guy is going to come over to the Brewers on a subpar deal that's not going to make anybody happy. And David Stearns is hoping to find a diamond in the rough. Right? Can we all agree on that? I think that's what's going to happen. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. I think that's the way this goes. Ben, do you see the Brewers making any kind of a big-time move? No. I think it is unlikely, given what we've And if they learned. do, would it be a bat or, a, or a, would it be a, for a bat? Or would it be for a uh, pitcher? I think it'd be for a pitcher, or at least I think it should be. I've been saying that for a little while. And part of that was I didn't know what Woodruff would look like. But just overall, I guess my argument is, if the bats go silent completely like they did last year, I think the team is screwed anyway. But right now, where it stands, if the bats are okay... I don't know if the starting pitching is deep enough and talented enough to carry them through a series, given the unknowns about the injuries. So that's why I would choose a pitcher if it was an either-or, but I don't think it's likely. Yeah, I don't think it's likely that they get a starter. Ronald says, I think they're going to be okay in regards to the bats. You do have some position players in the farm system ready right now that could help, but you might have to trade them away if you're going to get a starting pitcher. Anything that you feel of value right now you have in the minor league system, chances are at some point that name is going to come up in a trade deal. So you're going to have to find the value for that player for what you think is ready to go to the major leagues right now, and you're going to have to find a player of equal ilk or more to package him up with to then go out and get yourself a starting pitcher. That's my point. So you're going to deplete your – you're not just going to get a guy. You're going to deplete your farm system. I mean, we all know that. Uh, Darren says, I don't want to say say it, but last night was the same as uh, Bud resting his starters in the NBA, I believe, uh, in council. But let's be honest, uh, leaving Alexander uh, into the sixth, uh, also knowing also knowing that Box, Williams, and Hayter were all getting the night off, uh, it was a game that uh, was the only way we were going to win was to outright uh, outslug them. Which could be possibly true, knowing that you were depleted in the bullpen. No, you didn't have Hater. You knew that because he threw the night before he threw twenty something pitches, and the night before that he threw thirty something. So you knew you weren't going to have Hater, and then obviously Williams and Boxberger weren't going to be available as well. I understand that, but I don't think I would have left Jason Alexander in going into the sixth. I would have pulled him after five. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. I mean. I, I, you're right. That might have been one of those games where you just say, you know what, we're going to have to ride it out. Unfortunately, it came at the expense of the Chicago Cubs, not only a rival, but a team that's lesser than you, and you still could have beaten them. I don't know. I, to me, you got to beat bad teams. And this this is an area, to me, of concern. Now, again, they can turn it around. You can come back and beat the Cubs today. You can then sweep or at least beat two out of three over the Pirates, that would put you at 6-4 and four for the 10-game stretch against sub-500 teams. But that's 
a game or two better is what you're hoping for in a stretch like that. I understand it's baseball. I get it. You know, you're going to get some wins. You probably shouldn't. You're going to take some losses. You probably shouldn't. I understand that. But again, you have a real opportunity here. You could be four games up in the division. You could be four games up in the division right now, still remaining with a game against the Cubs and three against the Pirates, and really extend that lead as then you take on the Twins and take on the Giants before closing out the unofficial first half of your season. And you'd have a golden opportunity and they've they're kind of it's kind of like when you should put your foot on the gas against bad teams to make sure you plow through that portion of the schedule i don't know I, it's a catch i guess maybe i'm talking myself out of it i think i am 877-867-1670 this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at bud light tonight is it Got the uh, Wisconsin State Fair Park opening back up again. It's a Wednesday night live on the Budweiser Pavilion. Gates open up at 6. Music starts at 7. Going to be a fun time out there tonight. All brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Good music under the stars tonight. I think you got a shot in an afternoon shower, and that's about it. It's supposed to start getting nicer out. Weather looks to be, as far as temperatures and humidity goes, looks to be pretty good. Not a bad way to go at all. So it's going to be a good time tonight out at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. Check it out. The Budweiser Pavilion tonight. It's all brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Hang in there. Going to get back into this discussion when we come back. A lot more to get to. More of the Bill Michaels Show. It's coming up, and it's coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Bill Michaels Show, we continue on. Hey, our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery. Good stuff up there in Peshtigo, Wisconsin. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm meeting Chris and Jake today. Uh, they are in the area. They're out kind of promoting the wine, and uh, the Moscato is on its way. I can't wait. And if you are uh, out and about, stop in to any one of your local grocery stores, liquor stores, wine stores. Check out ForgottenFireWinery.com. Forgotten Fire Winery. Uh, it's right here in Wisconsin. Made by Wisconsinites for Wisconsinites and those that are beyond the border as well. It's a terrific wine. And while they have won awards, uh, and I've talked about this time and again, they've won awards and and went up against some of the, the big boys from Napa Valley. I mean, that's fine. But uh, their big motto is fun in a bottle. They just want people to genuinely just enjoy the wine. And this is kind of wine season, if you will. You know, whether it's the Whites or the Reds uh, sitting out back, bonfires, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, do it with a bottle from right here in Wisconsin. ForgottenFireWinery.com. That is ForgottenFireWinery.com. See for yourself what it is I've been talking about. There's just good, good stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so again. 877-867-1670. Um, so, Ben, I was kind of going over some of the stuff that you were sending out a little bit earlier today. And you talk about the development of particular players, the fact that uh, they're going kind of following up from yesterday, that this is the best offense because of depth that uh, David Stearns has ever put together. And watching this team last night, I, I, I was thinking about that watching the game, that this is the best offense. And I kept thinking to myself, really? Is this the best offense? Do you do you the eyeball test? Did the eyeball test tell you this is the best offense? 
It doesn't. No, it still says no. no. Uh, the ceiling just is not nearly high as, as high as you want it. That's what I keep thinking. When you look at this team, and we went through the statistics yesterday, that when you look at this team and you say, okay, you know, where are they in terms of well, – and I know batting average is not great, so you go by OPS, and you're thinking, okay, OPS, you know, come on, man. They're what, eighth, ninth? They're ninth in OPS in all of Major League Baseball. It's not a bad way to go. Not a bad way to go. Philadelphia, by the way, is now percentage points better than the Brewers. Just an FYI, I wanted to throw your Phillies in there for the just just the mix in case you had not seen that. And in a playoff spot, if it somehow ended today. If it ended today, yeah. And they have a better team batting average. If you just want to go back to old style statistics. They're 11th overall in Major League Baseball. The Brewers sitting steady at number 23 in Major League Baseball. However, the Brewers at number four when it comes to home runs. Fourth best in Major League Baseball when it comes to home runs. And the Brewers not striking out nearly as prolific as they were early on in the season. They're still fifth overall, but they were number two for a while. They've been overtaken by uh, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Atlanta. The Dodge, or excuse me, the Angels, are the uh, the top dog when it comes to a swing and misses, and when it comes to getting on base, taking the walk. The Brewers are sixth best, best in baseball. So, what do we glean from that? Well, one is they don't their extra base hits come via power. It's the long ball, because they are nineteenth in doubles, nineteenth in doubles which is probably more frequent than anything. 19th in doubles, 18th in triples, but yet they're fifth in home runs. They're top five in walks. So it's all or nothing. It's what it is. They're an all or nothing team. We Get used to it. Their OPS, good, not great. Top 10, you'll take it. Batting average, getting on base, on base percentage, not bad. It's not great, but they're right dead dead nuts in the middle. They're sitting at number 16 with on-base percentage at 315. But when you look at the numbers that matter, getting on base, going station to station, doubles, triples, moving runners over in that sense, that's not this team. This team is exactly what the eyeball test tells you it is. It is a team that every now and then gets somebody on via the walk or a base hit every now and then. And then, boom, long ball. That's what they rely upon. Period. That's it. It's a long. It's exactly, you know, the old Denny, Denny Green pounding on the desk. They are who they thought, who we thought they were. That's exactly the Brewers. They're a power hitting baseball team in a division that allows power. And off you go. That's it. But to say that they're one of the best numbers-wise team that David Stearns has ever put together offensively? No. I I wouldn't go there, but that's what some of the numbers, some of the analytics will tell you, which is the reason why. And I just gave you a bunch of numbers and said, well, trust them, here you go. But this is the reason why that the analytics can be so deceiving sometimes when you start to talk about these things. Because to the eyeball test, it's like, no. No, this they they don't they don't get on regularly, they don't do a lot of the little things. They're a grip it and rip it baseball team, and they really and they're winning. You can't argue with it. 
They're 47 wins on the season, 47 and 36, 11 games over 500, three, three games up in the division, third best record in the National League. You, you can't argue with it. They're winning. For as much as it sucks and we think it sucks, they're winning. That's all they got to point to. Scoreboard. It is what it is. 877-867-1670. Let's see here. Uh, I'm not worried about growing our lead uh, with these uh, series. Uh, would you would love to go seven three eight and two? Yes, but all I care about is winning series. Uh, once you start worrying about uh, the uh, team right now and below you and what they're doing, uh, that's when you start losing. Mm, Brentley, though, but you're going to look back at this and you're going to say there was a stretch of ten games against teams that are really bad, and all you could do was muster a game above five hundred, maybe or a 500 stretch when the team below you was losing, and you're going to look back at some of these games, like the game against Pittsburgh the other night, and when you lose 8-7 to seven and you know you should have won that game, you're going to look back at those games and go, boy, it, it, if it comes down to a game or two at the end of the season, you're going to look back at some of these games and go, man, there was just some golden opportunities lost. You're right. If you worry about what the team behind you does, you're going to forget about your focus on what it is you're doing. I understand that. But you and I aren't players. You and I are not in that clubhouse. What you and I are doing, we're looking at a team that is on top of the division, that should be winning, that is, for all intents and purposes, a power-hitting baseball team, playing at home, playing with decent pitching against a really piss-poor team. And right now, today, they got to scrap to uh, win the series. Right? 877-867-1670. Adam McAlvey, um, the uh, uh, writer for MLB.com and follows the Brewers, he uh, said, you know, after getting that big win on Monday with an 8-3 loss to the Cubs at American Family Field yesterday, uh, it ended with infielder Mike Brousseau on the mound. It was a reminder that they're a good team, but by no means perfect. And as the MLB trade deadline is precisely now four weeks away, we have some conversations. Uh, but the way the calendar works, uh, we're also working on the draft. So you've got uh, that's from Brewers GM Matt Arnold right now. And it's that time of year when you start to wonder about potential moves, right? So will you go as far as pitching? Starting pitching was regarded as one of the team's strengths going into the season, but Injuries have taken a bite out of the rotation. Four starters have spent time on the IL so far. Brandon Woodruff, Aaron Ashby returned to action on the road trip. Freddie Peralta, Adrian Hauser down right now. Those absences have meant starts for prospects Ethan Small, waiver claim Chichi Gonzalez, and Jason Alexander, a minor league pickup last winter, who uh, had fared rather well since joining the Brewers' major league rotation on June 1st at Wrigley, but has stumbled uh, on the rematch uh, on Tuesday. And it's marked the first time that Alexander faced a team a second time. And the Cubs won that battle big time. Uh, do you go out and get a bat saying the Brewers could use a bat is oversimplifying things. It wouldn't hurt to add a hitter or hitters who also possess a good glove. Now, the Brewers are 11th of 30 major league teams in defensive runs saved, but 21st in outs above average. And Fangraph's defense metric with a negative 4.6, second baseman Colton Wong, a gold glove winner, is 267th out of 268 defenders rated by StatCast's outs above average metric at minus 9. 
and Luis Urias is 256th. So defensively, up the gut, not great. And you have to be strong up the gut. In center, Tyrone Taylor, Jonathan Davis, they've been starting ever since uh, Lorenzo Cain was cut loose. And while they have each have had some stellar moments, the Brewers center fielders are 27th of 30 teams in the F4 category. Not good. The Pirates, Brian Reynolds, Cubs, Ian Happ, Royals, Andrew Benintendi, uh, Orioles, Anthony Santander, D-backs, David Peralta, A's, Ramon Laureano, 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 I should say, are among the outfielders most discussed in trade rumors right now. Among infielders, Reds' Brandon Drury is controllable, attractive option right now, who unfortunately plays in the National League Central. You don't think you're going to get him. And the Nationals' DH, Nelson Cruz, is a good bat, who unfortunately does uh, not have any position to really play. So where do you go? Where do you go? 877-867-1670. Do any of those names draw interest? Do any of those names draw interest? 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I'll tell you what, uh, leaving tomorrow after the program, and one of the things that I get requested for the most, I, I get requested for a lot of things when I when I uh, go see my kids and some friends of mine and such that have been here to Wisconsin, and, but one of the things that they always ask me, they said, hey, can you do us a favor? Can you bring some Stenny's wings with you and a growler of Bloody Mary mix? Okay, I'll do it. The award-winning Bloody Mary mix and Stenny's Wings, that's the most requested thing I get, and that's where everybody wants to go whenever they come to town. Stenny's second in national downtown Milwaukee in the Walker's Point area. They do run shuttles to Summerfest. They run shuttles to the Brewers games, Bucks games, uh, Admirals games, Marquette games, Badger games, Packers games. They run them all over the place. But uh, I'll tell you, they're known for their food. It's like the Cheers of Milwaukee, Milwaukee's best sports bar, but fantastic place. Stenny's, as they say, you should be here. Fantastic place to go, but uh, I have tomorrow to stop down right after the show. I'll be on my way out of town. I got to pick up 120 wings and two growlers of Bloody Mary mix. That's a big request. Can't fly with that kind of stuff. You couldn't put those in your pockets and take them with you, Ben, when you fly back to Philly. But I'll tell you this, when uh, when the, the family comes to, comes to town, you got to get into Milwaukee and take them down to Stenny's. All right. Hey, I have a big car, too. I mean, the trunk has space. I'll do yeah. a drive back but one time. Where do you buy dry ice? Because i got to pack them in dry ice because a lot of people aren't even going to be up to get these things until Sunday. Where do you get dry ice? I could not tell you. Um, if anybody knows, let me know. Where do you get dry ice? Because i got to pack these things in dry ice. I don't know, and I don't know if you can do it. And dry ice has to last for a couple of days. I mean, I've got really good cool. Did I tell you about the cooler story, by the way? One of the stupid things that happened to me? From this weekend? From, well, from Friday, yeah. Oh, there's more? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. 
Not not a good not a good story. Well, I mean it's funny. It's but where do you get dry ice? That's what I want to know. No, um, have you seen those? Uh, everybody knows Yeti, and, and Yetis are, are are really good coolers. Don't get me wrong, but they're stupid expensive. And I, you know, Arctics are incredible coolers, um, which are, in my opinion, just as good. And if you need to keep ice for more than say a month, then you've probably got a dead body in your freezer, and you're going to need a Yeti. Uh, but beyond that, I don't I don't need one, not for that kind of money. But Igloo makes a a cooler. This thing looks. I've always said it looks like a Jeep. It's huge. It, it's really big. Has really big tires. It, it just it looks like a Jeep. It looks like it's got everything on it, but the uh, steering wheel. It, it's it's huge. So I've been wanting one of those. And Kristen and I were in uh, in Dick Sporting Goods, and we were looking at one. And it was three hundred and I think three hundred forty nine or three hundred twenty nine bucks. And I was going to buy it, and then she said, you know what? We're going to run across the street to Dunham's anyway. Maybe you can find last year's model. We'll get that. Okay, great. I just, I still, I can't pull, pull it. I'm, it's not that I'm cheap because I'm not, but I just, there's certain things I can't pull the trigger on, and I just can't justify that. So we go over to Dunham's. Have you ever seen the TikToks that, you know, they're like the mishaps? You know, like you'll see a boat that's sunk, and you hear that guy's voice that says, I know what's wrong with it. Can't find no gas in it. That thing. You ever see those? No. No. Really? No. Oh, my God. You, you'll see these where cars are flipped on the side of the road and people are passing by. And, you know, the family's out of it. Everybody's safe. But, you know, you'll hear that, oh, you can't park there. And then you'll hear that voice that comes on and goes, I know what's wrong with it. Can't find no gas in it. You know. So, anyway. Uh, I was showing Kristen these TikToks, and some of them are pretty funny. There's one where a guy's pulling his boat out of the uh, out of the water. He's, it's coming up the boat ramp, and people are cracking up, and I'm like, what the hell? And at the very end of it, you see the drive cables, the steering cable and the and the, the cables for the, uh, the throttle and such. That's the only thing holding the engine on. The engine's like dragging behind it. This big, massive 350-horsepower Merc engine broke off the back of the boat, and it's literally just being drug up the... <laughs> Up the up the boat ramp, and then you hear the voice saying, "I know what's wrong with it. Ain't got no gas in it." You know, and it's it's pretty funny when you look at the whole thing together. So we went to Dunham's to look for these coolers. We went to Dunham's to look for other stuff too. We had to buy some life jackets and such for the kids. But we go to Dunham's, and I walked in, and they had this big Fourth of July display, this really cool display, and they had some of these igloo, igloo coolers up front. Not the ones I wanted, but big, and it's the ones I have one of them already. But I thought, well. Maybe I'll get another one of those. And then I thought, no, I want to go look at the big ones first just to see how much they are here because if they're more than 300 bucks here, I'm not going to buy one. So I go back, and they are stacked in the back where they keep the kayaks and everything. They're back in the shelving back there. The tires on these things are really thick, big, fat tires. And they barely, barely fit on the shelf. Maybe out of maybe a two and a half, three inch tire wide, maybe a quarter inch to a half inch of that tire actually fits on the shelf. That's how big these coolers are. They're really wide. So Kristen, uh, I walk back. I'm like, it's like the Holy Grail. There's like 10 of them back. I'm like, whoa, you know. So she's like, okay, you go look at your coolers. I'm going to go look at some other stuff. She was going to go look at some, uh, some clothes for the kids. So I go walking back there and I'm like, Ooh, there's a blue one with white, kind of nautical. There's a brown one. Nah, I don't want the brown one. There's a gray one with a blue top. Ooh, that's not. Ooh, and I'm looking around, and I want. I wanted to see what they cost. There was no price on them. 
uh, marked on the shelf. So I went to pull one down, and holy crap, they all came down. And they're hitting me in the head, on my foot. So all you hear in this store is this crash and me going, oh, because one hit me like right in the back. And I'm, oh, and now I'm kind of standing there, but bent over with my hands like forward in front of me on the uh, on the shelf with all these crashed coolers around me. And as the silence begins to become deafening, because everybody in the store is now wondering what the hell just happened. All you hear from the middle of the store is this female voice yell, I know what's wrong with it. Ain't got no gas in it. So she basically just screwed me on a TikTok right there. And she comes around the corner with her phone, you know, getting me. And I'm laying in the middle of these coolers. Uh, and I'm cracking up at this point because I find that really, really funny. She doesn't cr- crack many really good jokes, but that was actually really funny. Uh, and so I started to put these back up. And I put the first one up and the second one up. And I'm just barely touching them. And the third one goes up. And down they come again. And then this girl finally walks over and goes, can I help you? And uh, I I said, no. And then like a typical guy, I'm like, no, I got it. I got it. You know? And then finally I'm like, you know what? I don't have it. I'm just going to, I'm going to put them here in the aisle. Somebody can come by and look at them and and go. I never did buy one. I bought a smaller one, but I, after I crashed them all down. Yeah. So if there's a scratch and dent sale at the Dunham's in Brookfield, you know why? Just wanted to let you know. Uh, by the way, Sam's Club sells br- dry ice. Air Gas sells dry ice. Um, I'll have to take a look. Yeah, I need some dry ice to pack the food in. So uh, I'll do that. There you go. Good stuff. So that was my story. So between falling out of the boat, peeing myself, and, uh, and uh, crashing coolers down around me, it was a hell of a weekend. What did you not mess up this weekend? Right? It's kind of becoming a a, a colossal failure. I really, you know, I really have to say. I have to admit that. Everything else, I think, turned out pretty good. Grilled out the other night. That was great. Had a good time. Sat on the back patio. Enjoyed myself. Was sitting like sitting on a rooftop patio. It was beautiful. But then water went into the house. Yeah, well, that was... That was, uh, you know, I think a lot of people might have got water last night. I will say this, though. It did come in, but it goes right to the drain. It's It didn't really mess up anything other than just the smell of water, you know, in the house. It's not like it got into the wood. It basically came down the cinder block wall and right over to the drain. So it wasn't terrible. It just got a couple of pieces of, of cardboard boxes and such wet, but that was it. It wasn't like it was bad or anything. So I could... Uh, I can live with that. Mark says, look out, though. It comes in threes. It does. I agree with that. I'm just waiting for the next thing to happen. I, I You know what? I don't, knock on wood, I don't want to wait for the next thing to happen. Just saying. Um, a source says, I'd be stunned if Washington and Oregon go to the Big Ten. The Big Ten will sit back for two years uh, and try to get Notre Dame. Growing reality is the Ducks and Huskies have to, one, make it work in the Pac-12, or two, join the Big 12. My guess is one would be their preference. That's from uh, John Wilner, who uh, also covers the Pac-12 from the Pac-12 hotline, and uh, he's syndicated on K- KSL and DP Post Sports and such, but saying that he believes, he believes that uh, they are going to do everything they can to stick it out 
and not go to the Big Ten. We'll wait and see what actually happens there. A lot of, I still think we're going to have more movement here in the next couple of weeks. He says that the the Big Ten is going to wait now for two years to see if they can get Notre Dame. With all of these TV rights deals coming up, uh, well, I shouldn't say all of them. ACC is not for years. The Big Ten and the SEC have redone their deals, but they could also then add more cachet if they brought Notre Dame and yet another team into the Big Ten. So we'll see because there is some uh, there is some pressing time matters here. Uh, 877-867-1670. Want to hit us up? I've given you my epic failures uh, over the last couple of days. Uh, hopefully you've, you've enjoyed them. <laughs> Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I know you don't want to think about it, but eventually basketball season, hockey season, all going to be upon us. And if you're looking for season tickets, 2022, 2023 season tickets or a game or a uh, promotional night, check out our friends at the Milwaukee Admirals, MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Finally got their first playoff series win in uh, quite some time, and uh, they are trending upward and getting bigger and better talent. So I'm excited about their upcoming season. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. That is MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. And uh, enjoy some of the great hockey action in the AHL. MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Their parent uh, their parent team, the Nashville Predators, who, uh, who continue to be uh, pretty solid for the most part. So uh, hopefully the Admirals back at it again this year, continue to produce some really talent, uh, talented players that end up in the NHL, but uh, also make their quest for yet another playoff series win and a couple more after that. And who knows, maybe even a Calder Cup championship before the time, before it's all said and done. So there you go. MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Again, MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Uh, welcome back to the program. Glad to have you. So now we, uh, we hear that the Big 12 is having serious talks with the Pac-12. As that world continues to spin, the Big 12 Talking about the Pac-12, uh, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah, Oregon, Washington, and is determined to move quickly, according to those uh, sources regarding the athletic. Uh, they're trying to more efforts in uh, aggressive new commissioner. They're trying to get themselves uh, joined, so to speak, so they can get themselves a television rights deal because they're uh, about to run out, and they're trying to put it all together. But the Big 12 in deep discussions to add six teams to their conference. And again, it would be Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Oregon, Utah, and Washington if indeed they end up jumping. Basically, that would destroy the Pac-12 at that point. The Pac-12 would be left with their junk in their hand, and that would be it. Nothing left after that. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. 1670. If you want to hit us up again, 877-867-1670. Find us. But uh, that would uh, that would really, really, really destroy the Pac-12 for the most part. That would be it if that ended up happening. Pac-12 would basically just kind of go out of business, I think. Ben, would you agree? Pac-12, they lose those teams. They're done. 
Out of legitimate business, definitely. They can go get Boise and, I don't know, name your Mountain West team. Yeah. But then it'd just be the Mountain West, but rebranded right. a little bit. Yeah, there, there's not much more to it after that. I have seen some talks of some strategic alliance, and I say that with a smile because the last time one of these were made, they were obviously all walked back on, whatever agreements. But with the ACC and Pac-12 somehow like meeting for a championship game somewhere and making a some alliance scheduling-wise between the two conferences. Mm-hmm. I don't know what yeah. that looked like, though, because they did that with the Big right. Ten, and the Big Ten screwed them. Hey, by the way, uh, I just wanted to throw this out there. If you have not seen it yet, uh, Ben sent it to me a little earlier, and I had to put it out there. That is the uh, the uh, video coming off of the Simply Safe camera out in front of the house that uh, you know has the family all gathered on the front lawn, and they're going to shoot off some fireworks, and the whole joint blows up. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, not only is it, one, scary, but two, you're like, oh, my God, and then you can't help but go, holy crap. Uh, and whether you laugh or you cry or you put your fa- hand over your face because there are kids involved, you know, kids and people that are scrambling to get out of the way, but it has gone viral. I mean, viral, viral. If you haven't seen it yet, follow me over on, uh, over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, and you can see the post that I put out there at Bill underscore Michaels. But yeah, it has gone crazy viral. Not my post, but uh, just the post in general, uh, has gone crazy viral. And this family, whole group of neighborhood people, they're just out front. They're going to light up some fireworks. And they've got, I don't know, maybe uh, six to ten people, you know, four or five adults and some kids uh, all around there. And then there's about three adults that are getting ready to light this stuff. It's in a neighborhood. They've all gathered on the front lawn. And the uh, fireworks blow up. And a spark flies over to the fireworks stash by the back of the car. Uh, note to self, never put fireworks near the back of your car and everything blows up. It's like I said, on one hand, you're like, Oh my God, you know, and you're kind of laughing on the other hand, you're like, Holy crap. Is that scary there? But for the grace of God, right? So, uh, go see that if you haven't seen it already. Um, this is from, uh, Anthony who says, uh, again, we talk a lot about the big 12 and the pac 12. What does this mean for the big 10? And specifically, what does it mean for Wisconsin? Absolutely blanking nothing. Well, no, it does to a certain extent, for one, because the more teams you bring in, the bigger names you bring in, the bigger markets you bring in, the more money you bring in, which means there is a a monetary effect, a trickle-down effect for Wisconsin. Now it's going to be split evenly, let's be honest, so it's going to benefit everybody, but when you talk about how does this benefit Wisconsin, that's how. That's how. So there is a benefit. Now, does it make the playing field more level, or does it make the playing field better for Wisconsin? Uh, you know what? I, I think it, it makes it level because high tide raises all ships, so everybody's going to get better. Everybody's going to have more money. Everybody's going to have better facilities and the capability for better recruiting and all that kind of stuff. But in the grand scheme of things, is it going to make Indiana better than Wisconsin? No, I think it still remains the same premise of being able to recruit, being able to now delve into the NIL pond, being able to set those deals up, being able to recruit high-quality talent and convince them to come to Madison. So does it benefit them? Yes, monetarily. But does it benefit them in, say, recruiting? Maybe, if you start to open up that market. 
If you open up that West Coast market, does the West Coast people begin to see what Wisconsin has to offer, the climate at Wisconsin, jump around at Wisconsin, Camp Randall Stadium? Do people say, man, that's a place I would like to go? Maybe one, maybe two, maybe five. Who knows? But it could benefit them. I'm not saying here's a direct impact immediately, but that you, you don't want to poo-poo it if you're a Wisconsin fan. You know, you're just glad that you're one of the cornerstones that are the Big Ten, right? One hour down, three yet to go. Stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.